Hello, and welcome to Underneath the Hat Podcast. I am your host, Sheree Simmons. So for the last two weeks, I have been bringing you inside of my world as I am in recovery from my hysterectomy, which I had on April 7th, so um, two weeks ago. So every week I decided that I would come and share what has been going on, how I have been healing, how I've been taking care of myself. So basically sharing with you the good, the bad, and the ugly of hysterectomy recovery. So um, as you can see, this book here gives a lot of insight about the process that I had gone through prior to having a hysterectomy on my infertility journey. It's called Is That Size for a Reason? My Journey Through Infertility. And so you could pick it up wherever books are sold. So that, along with my other book, Underneath the Hats, both are available on Amazon or wherever books are sold. But this book really gives insight into how this journey to finally getting a hysterectomy even began. And you can check out my last video where I shed light on how I came to making that final decision. But this second week has been much better. Um, again, this is my fifth surgery, having dealing with fibroids and things. And so it was finally time to just get rid of them. I developed a cyst on my left ovary and the fibroids came back after 27 of them having already been removed. And I have formed more outside my uterus and inside my uterus. So it, it was time. So um, this second week has been good. I had my left ovary removed. I had my right and left fallopian tubes removed. My uterus was removed and part of my cervix. The only reason the complete cervix wasn't removed is because it was part of it was attached to my rectum because of all of the scar tissue and adhesions from the previous surgeries. So I use the analogy of a spider web. When a fly gets caught to a spider web, it can't get off. So a lot of my organs were attached to parts of my body. So the two-hour surgery ended up taking four, but they were able to get rid of everything. Um, this second week of being home, I'm moving much faster. I've been wearing my binder, which is like a waist trainer, so it cinches everything in. I'm able to move around more with the binder on because everything doesn't feel like it's jiggling and just floating. Now, with them leaving my right ovary, um, and part of my cervix, I still have to have pap smears because I still have a cervix, but I won't have a period. And because they left one of the ovaries, then I won't deal with uh, menopause. So my body will still continue down that path of preparing to go through menopause naturally. And it's not something that I'll be thrust in because I still have one ovary. So one good thing is no more periods. Um, but overall, I've been doing well this second week. I've been sitting still. Um, 
moving a little bit faster. Um, I have gotten this pain in my left thigh, though. Um, it feels like it's numb all the time, and it hurts when I'm asleep. That's why I always have to adjust myself in my sleep because it, it hurts. And if I sit too long and then get up to walk, um, I notice, notice that it feels like it's, it's stabbing me. So I'm hoping it's not blood clots. I have a post-op appointment scheduled for tomorrow. So I'll let my doctor know about that. Um, my two incisions, the one where they removed everything is healing well. The, um, I won't say they weren't staples, but the, I guess the glue or whatever that they use started to peel off. So, um, that's healing well. Um, and then I had the, the, the wound from the tube that they had to put in my stomach to drain the blood out. Um, so that's healing nicely. And, um, I have to keep hitting my hand because I am known for picking at scabs. <laughs> it's bad. Um, so I've been telling myself, please, okay, it's on your stomach. You already got railroad tracks going on there. You don't need extra. Um, so I've been making sure I keep it moisturized and covered up um, with um, the gauze and allowing it to breathe at the time. So Everything is healing well. I've never been a person to be down too long. Um, even though my job gave me eight weeks, I always bounce back faster than is expected. But I have to keep telling myself to slow down, be still, take your time. It's okay. Um, so I would say the good part about... The recovery so far is that I can feel myself. I can feel that the healing is happening and that I don't feel any worse than I did the week before. So I can feel the improvement that is happening. Um, so that's good. I know that I'll be able to bounce back and continue with all the stuff that I have going on and plan that I want to do. The bad part of this week um i would say the bad part of this week is seen is more of an emotional thing i haven't had a, a breakdown like i had the first week i think it's all starting to make sense to me now why this needed to be done and that the, the opportunities that god is providing me with i would not be able to do if i had children and I'm starting to see why he's moving. He's slowly revealing to me like a Polaroid picture, why things are happening the way that they are. And I'm starting to have a better understanding of why this happened the way that it did. So that would be, I guess that would be considered the bad part of, um, still emotionally trying to deal with it even though i see the light or understand why the light was put there it's still i haven't had as many moments as i had last week but it's starting to make sense now but another bad part 
I'll say this is the ugly part is I'm realizing who's in my corner and who's not. Even though it's an ugly pill to swallow, I wouldn't say that I'm surprised by it. I have had some an outpour of love from so many people from uh, Chicago Mass Choir, where I'm a member of that choir. I've had the president and the choir send me a bouquet of flowers. I had a member from the choir send me a CD to encourage me. And another member from the choir brought me flowers and cookies and candy to uplift my spirits. Another member of the choir sent, brought me actual groceries the day that I was released from the hospital. And just yesterday I received from my KGJSS family, the Capital G Johnson Theme School for Girls, where I will be their chief education officer, AKA their assistant principal. They sent me an edible arrangement and a gift card for Uber Eats and money through Zelle. So I am just so happy about the calls and the texts of people checking on me. And it is very true that when God closes one door, he opens up another. So people that I were was expecting to be there for me weren't, but he replaced them with people who I unsuspected. And I think that was the ugly part of expecting something from people and not getting it in return or doing things for other people and not getting it in return. But God provided the people that I needed around me at this part of my life during this surgery, during this season. So I really want to thank them so much. My aunt for taking me to my appointment tomorrow. Just people calling to check on me that I normally don't talk to often have been calling to make sure that I'm okay. And I truly appreciate it because people don't have to be nice to you. And sometimes it's the people that you least expect that will be there when you need them. So I, and it's hard for me to ask for help because I've been disappointed so much or there's always been an ulterior motive to people wanting something from me. So I've been a little leery to ask people for anything, but these people have gone above and beyond of making me feel good. I'm looking at my flowers now and, and my get well soon balloon now, and I'm about to go eat some of my fruits now, which helps me with my healing. So I just want to thank them so much for being nice when they didn't have to, for thinking about me when they didn't have to. Um, so I would say that would be an ugly and a good because I realized who's in my corner and who isn't. And it just lets me know that I need to change my circle. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, I love to travel and I know that depending on a trip, you need a big suitcase full of items and you may need a small suitcase. And sometimes you may need more than one. And so depending on the level and the journey and which God is taking you depends on what you need to carry on with you. And some people can't go with you. And I know that God is about to move me into a place, into a position, into a new level where people I was expecting to go with me cannot go with me. And I am okay with it. So I'm looking forward to what's to come. Um, 
I'm looking forward to the new doors and opportunities that he's providing for me. Now, those of you that know me know that I'm, <laughs> I can't be still. Uh, and God uses these surgeries as a way for me to hear him. And he's been talking a lot. Um, he says some things I don't want to have to do again. That's a hint. Um, but I'm listening and I'm doing what he's telling me to do. And I'm using these six weeks I have left to write things down, map things out so that when he says go, I'll be ready. So even though I'm sitting down and being still, please know that this mind is moving and these fingers are writing and planning because God has some great things that he wants from me and I'm going to continue to do what it is that he wants me to do. And he's using this surgery and this healing process to get me ready for where he's about to catapult me next. So I'm excited. Even though it hurts emotionally to know that one dream I had isn't going to happen in the way that I thought that it should. To know that there are other dreams and other things that he wants me to birth. He's already shown me ultrasounds, if you will, of what they'll look like. Once they become full term, I'm excited. I'm excited. So if you haven't gotten my book already, it's that size for a reason. This cover explains a lot about what I'm going through right now. Even though she's pregnant, the birthing is really happening inside of her head. So this is my life right now. The pregnancy that I thought that I wanted physically isn't going to happen. But there will be other things that are going to be birthed and I can't wait to share them with you. So go ahead and check out. Just type my name in Amazon and those two books will pop up. And if you haven't gotten both or one or the other, go ahead and grab them so that you can learn more about my journey through infertility and how I came to having a sex directomy at 38 years old, why it was necessary and needed. I want to thank you all so much for being on this journey with me and for being my support and my listening ear and my prayer partners as I continue to heal, continue to pray with me. And again, thank you so much for watching my weekly episodes. Make sure you like and subscribe and share. You can also check me out on all of the podcasts, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. Just look up underneath the hat. And this same video you're watching now, you'll be able to hear it as you're driving or exercising or however you want to do it. But it's we're available on podcast as well. So as I always say, make sure and remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat. I love you all and I will see you next week.